0: Welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, thank you so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show. I'm really excited to dive in today's topic all about the five reasons why social media managers struggle to book clients and what to do instead. So let's dive in. I've been hearing this question a lot lately from social media managers, and it's this. None of my leads are booking with me. I really need a new client. What am I doing wrong? And if this sounds familiar, there are five reasons that this might be happening to you. So here they are. Reason number one, lack of social proof. If your potential client hasn't been around long enough to see proof that you know your stuff, they may be feeling a little uneasy about signing on the dotted line. We can make that decision easier for them by providing a well-developed case study. Inside this case study, you'll share screenshots and a project summary that details out the results you've received in the past in a way that positions you as the authority and doesn't break any client confidentiality. So you need a case study if you've ever been asked to share actual accounts that you've worked on but are unable to due to client privacy. You find yourself spending a lot of time justifying your pricing and defending your expertise only for the client to not book you. You want a simple way to present definitive proof that your data-driven social media management strategies are effective. And all of these will be solved if you have a case study. Now, if you're not sure what to say or what to include in your case study, I have you covered. I actually have a case study template available in my template shop that comes with a guide with over 100 plus wording samples that you can just copy and paste that I wrote for you. It's all proven copy that I use in my own case studies. So I'll link that in the show notes for you if you're interested. Reason number two, your pricing is off. So when we price ourselves too low, we may be showing our potential clients that we don't fully trust or value our own abilities. And this sends a message that they probably shouldn't either. At the end of the day, your pricing should reflect what you need to make a living, the value you provide and cover your business expenses. So this is a sign that your pricing is off If you have no idea what you should be charging, so you look at other people's pricing and you go with that, and that doesn't account for your personal expenses, your location, or your tax situation. You're not sure how long you spend on each client's service or how that factors into your package pricing. When a client asks you for something custom and you are open to custom packages, you just pull out a number out of the thin air and then you end up severely undercharging yourself. If you're paying out of pocket for software and other business expenses, you're gonna need to redo your packages. I actually have a previous episode on this that you can go back and listen to if you haven't already, plus an automated pricing calculator in the template shop. I'll link both in the show notes for you. Reason number three, you need more package options. When we have a multiple tiered offer based on different price points, we're able to secure more clients and creating more sustainable income. I recommend having a low, mid, and high management package. A secret menu can come into play here too, where you can get really custom with things and offer one-off services or consulting. And this can be anything from selling templates, coaching calls, workshops, The possibilities are endless and you can customize it based on who your audience is and what you want to provide. Reason number four, you're not leading the discovery calls. And this comes into play if you don't have a lot of sales experience or you're uncomfortable pitching your services. If it feels like they're interviewing you, that's a sign that they're the ones leading the call. Having a conversational flow while still positioning yourself as the obvious choice is a learned skill, so don't feel bad if you're not there yet. This also allows you to confirm that you would be a good fit for them and they would be a good fit for you. It goes both ways here. Always take charge of the call. Ask them questions and invite them to ask you questions where it makes sense. It helps if you have a sample script to follow to make sure that you're able to stay in your power and reason number five you're not following up people get busy especially business owners looking to hire a social media manager make sure you're following up with your potential client multiple times after your discovery call i like to go up to two weeks after the call when you stay top of mind they'll be much more likely to get moving on it and make that decision do any of these sound familiar don't sweat it it happens to the best of us Just run through your sales and lead processes and see if you might be hitting any snags from the list that I mentioned. Now, if you have any friends who are struggling with booking clients, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time.